what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's the Grown Man This Podcast. I am Mike J, and with me, it's your dude Bowtie Fresh, aka Trey Schlong. What's happening? All right, man, chilling, man. Just out here trying to trying to get out of these haters. Like, you see Offset slap that phone out that little dude's hand? <laughs> I saw that, man. <laughs> All right, man. Offset I'll, I'll I'll hit that bad boy like he was playing in the NBA. You know you know how <laughs> boys to block a shot and just slap it real hard? Get that shit out of here. Give me that I shit. Said, <laughs> Give me that shit. That's how I felt Offset was doing, man. <laughs> what would you do if you, saw, well, if you saw Offset inside of a target? If I saw offset out of a target, I, I'd probably just be cool hand Luke and be like, you know, what up, nigga? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not like a super huge Migos fan. I'm not a Migos hater, but you know, I'd probably be cool hand Luke and be like, what up, bro? You know what it is? You know what I mean? Like, just real, real mellow. I wouldn't be trying to uh, sneak no, no pictures and no videos or anything like that. If, if I was trying to go, if I was gonna try to get a pic or something with him, I'd be like, you know, yo, can I get a, you know, fan pic or whatnot or something like that? But. Even then, I don't think that I would. I would probably just be like, oh, you know, props, respect. You know, what up, man? I uh, personally would be trying to get a pick. I, f- I, I feel you the same way, man. Have you noticed that all these new generation rappers dress like Shawn Michaels? Dog, I- <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> all the, look, wow. man, look, like, look at the clothes, man. They start, look back at the HBK. Man. I ain't talking about the – I'm talking about when he became the heel. And then and look yeah. at all these new, and new rappers, man. They all dress like the HBK, man, so. HBK for having it. Sorry, I'm hungry. I'm eating. A, I'm eating the damn. Rich, I'm eating the cracker on, on one of the podcasts. I'm sorry. I gotta, <laughs> gotta make sure my blood sugar's up. <laughs> but hey, man. So got the, uh, got the sugars. Hey, man. So so what's say, man? I want to get props to man. So I seen this yesterday. I seen this today actually. The first time in history has been a black woman has been Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America, man. So and definitely, man. Definitely happy to see that, man. Shout out to yeah, the beautiful man. sisters who are doing their thing. So it was great, brother. So man, what's been going on with you, man? Well, not too much for me, man. I just I've been low key, man. Out out here uh, spending money and, and and coaching my boys. That's about it, bro. Uh, having to take care of some, you know, as a homeowner, you got to take care of certain things. So you know, shelling out money for those for those things. And you know, both my sons play football, and last week was our was our first couple games, and. Um, you know, we we lost by one touchdown, one game for my for my youngest, for my seven year old, and then my ten year old. Uh, and we got our asses handed to us. We lost by I think like four touchdowns. It was ugly. But so, so were you, you the know, head coach the whole time? Yeah, I, I was the head coach of the uh, of my of uh, of both teams. Yeah. All right. So me and uh, me and another white parent wrote you a hate letter. So you should be getting. Oh, okay. You should be getting like, <laughs> you should be getting like two weeks. Oh man! And it's wrapped around a draw mayonnaise. <laughs> I take I take that man. I told I told my players, you know, keep keep their head up. You know, my my the team that we have this year, we lost a couple of players who who just did not play or or not playing football this year. Okay. Um, so we we got some fill ins that are not you know not as athletic, not as you know inclined you know athletically or sports inclined, should I say? Um, but for me as a coach, like. I, I try not to focus on that stuff too much. You know, I want I want those kids to develop. So if they're not the best athlete or the most knowledgeable about football, like I want them to learn something. You know what I mean? Whether it's you know the proper way to take a handoff, if it's you know just just other you know just different things, but I also want them to build their confidence. So uh, it was our first game. We had to work out some kinks. You know, some players, some, some parents dropped the damn ball because I sent the playbook out a week and a half ahead of time, and we get to we get to practice. 
And literally about 40% of the damn kids did not get their playbook for, from their parents. So like I sent this out so that they would be able to, last week was our first practice, first games, all that type of stuff. So I sent this out before yeah. the first practice in hopes that they would at least print it out and give it to their child so they can yeah. look at it at least. Yeah, none of that. So the, the, parent, the, the parent that you wrote the hate letter with, that she, she <laughs> might not be one of the motherfuckers that did not give her child the playbook. But uh, you know we made we made adjustments <laughs> and things like that. But uh, <laughs> I <didn't get> <laughs> oh, and you can see such is the relationship between both sides. Oh man, I just say shit just to piss him off. It was funny to me. <laughs> yeah, he falls into the trap, y'all, every week, every day. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so easy. <laughs> Try to get. Trying to get the people what they want. They, 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 they want to. They, they want a little back and forth between us. You know, everybody. Offline, it could be anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I've, been yeah. doing, I've been doing this for like 20, 27 years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I die, if I die before you, I'm gonna have a zinger laid out in old picture. <laughs> 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 hey, stick that, you asshole. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Mo- what's that movie where the dude where the dude slapped the corpse in in the in the casket? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be like you, little nigga, <laughs> right I, in the casket. I, you know, I got some niggas in my family. Hey man, shout out to my <laughs> man. You know he's holding his head on that on that 50 year bid, man. Shout out, shout out to holding his head, man. But nah, man, I don't even know. But yeah, this is crazy. I just like I just like doing it, man. Just like if you see our Twitter interaction, so. Oh yeah. Hey man, so let hey man, so let's people, get to it. Huh? I think people be I think people look forward to our Twitter interaction. Yeah. It's too, man. And I think some people think that we be serious. I'm like, this nigga know me, I know him. Nah. I, I, just, yeah, think, yeah. I just think it's funny, man. You know, some of us some of us, you know, like real basketball. Some of us, you know, that was at the grail of, of you know, somebody who wore a size seventy jeans and yellow eyes and, and, and black lips. It is what it is. Man, the hate continues. Look, you know how that nigga had triple stretch jeans on that picture with Kobe with a black leather with a black leather blazer and a turtleneck. That nigga, hey, man, that, I was, nigga that nigga needed man, intervention. Man, that picture that you posted it, it did kind of baffle me for a minute because I was like, where the hell did he get a printed black leather j- blazer? Like, it had man, some type of weird print on. I'm like, man, he's he custom, bro. Nah, he's customizing <laughs> them joints, man. They ain't he ain't getting that shit off the rack. And that's the sad part. <laughs> that nigga got the Maurice Malone jeans, and he's like, "I'll bet." <laughs> Make the cut exactly like this. I want to be able to put all my money in all my pockets. <laughs> Yo, man, so that's crazy. Hell nah. Hey, man. So, hey, man. Speaking of, speaking of ill basketball moments, man. I I, I know we uh, we talked about this. Uh, you and I did either either on Twitter or in the group chat, man. But. Did you see Gary Payton and, and oh, your boy yeah. Jason Terry going ahead oh, to the big yeah, three? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like going back to those nineties, those eighties and nineties niggas. Them niggas is like well, psychopaths. Like I thought I seen a I seen a video of Isaiah Thomas hooping in a full Toronto Raptors damn windbreaker, talking crazy to my man off Rap City. He's like, What way you wanna go? You wanna go left? You wanna go right? I'm gonna put the jump in your face. <laughs> Yo, and then he did it. He was just like, he was like, All right, Isaiah. He's like, My kid's there. He's like, All right, all right, I see you. I mean, yeah, man, it's just like it is like them dudes, man, with such competitors, and it just like something clicked, and it it is never, you know, never clicks off, man. So that's one thing I I do admire about that generation of like of of ball players. It's just like it it never clicked off, like being, you know, some guys, you know, I'm sure all these guys want to win, but it's just another thing for like Michael Jordan is a sociopath, but I respect it. 
you know, by and I don't respect yeah. your dress, but I respect that one winning <laughs> every every single turn. Oh, English leather, uh, Lou Gossett Jr. ass nigga. So shout out to MJ, man. See, I, 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 ain't, so I, I gave him so a shout you, out. I feel you. I feel you. That was that was big of you too, man. I appreciate that. Shut up, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> but man, the, the Gary Payton, the Gary Payton thing just kind of it, it took me back to to him and, and you talking about MJ, him and MJ getting into it in that final series, and you know. GP, you know, it's known that Jordan was a was a motherfucker talking crap to people. But GP was giving it right back at right him, like in his grill. So like when when I saw GP and Gary and Jason Terry, I'm like, man, GP's reliving his old days. Like he he's coming he's coming back with it. Whoa, 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 whoa. It, it takes us back to you and I having a moment. You remember us watching the '96 Finals at your house, and I was yeah. losing. I was giving you the business, and you was getting yeah, this, mad. This, I think I think you were <laughs> Yo, my man's that big because I was just like, it ain't, I knew the Bulls were going to win. I was just like, let me, let me fuck because what is different? My temperament's like, eh, whatever. You have to like really make me mad to like want to fight you to get like up to show I'm upset or whatever. So, in both sides, it's a little different than I was just like, let me, let me just keep needling them. And then it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. He- <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm tell you. I'm gonna tell y'all the truth, man. Mike Mike J was he he got me that day. I was hot. <laughs> I remember that shit. I was, that nigga was hot. Like, this no good, nigga. <laughs> my mouth eating their food, watching their TV, and it's, I think it was just funny because it was like, nigga, the night the Bulls are gonna win the series. I forgot what game it was, but whatever the game, yeah, I, I, I forgot. Know, I forgot what game it was too. Gotta blow him out or what? But it was funny. But so shout out, yeah, to, man. Shout out to GP, man. Hey, bro. So let's get to this damn Trump news, cause yo, your man's been at it. Yo, his, his Twitter figures have been crazy. Hey, tell him about he, his his issue with the firefighters union and Biden. He was yeah. out here. Man, he had the biotic Twitter fingers, man. I think the the report said that he sent out sixty tweets in like twenty minutes, uh, with regards to the firefighters union uh, showing support for Joe Biden. So. He started sending out all kinds of stuff talking about nobody has done as much as he has for, for firefighters and nobody respects as much as he has. And he's done this and he's done that. And how many firefighters there are to support him and how it's probably fake news and inaccurate because the firefighters union would never turn their back on him. And like, he was just going on and on and on on Twitter. And I'm like, man, what the hell is wrong with this dude? Are you telling me that, that, that you are not – that these individuals, you know, this this collective of, of, you know, individuals, brave men and women and whatnot. And shout out to all the firefighters, man. You know, my stepdad's a firefighter. He's a captain. You know, my home one of my one of my good homeboys, Rob, you know, my good – my homeboy, Brian, they they are uh, firefighters too shout here in, shout in, out in to, that shout out, shout out to 22. He is also lead, leading the brigade, I guess. Yeah. There you go. Shout out 22. So, man, so like – I have a I have a, a intimate knowledge of you know the the firefighter network, especially African American firefighters. But like for this dude just to be going on and on as the president, on and on about something because they said they support Joe Biden. Like, bruh, sit the fuck down. If, if they support Joe Biden, you need to just go ahead and keep it moving. Like, why are you in your feelings so much over firefighters saying that they support Joe Biden? But man, when they when I saw the little report, it was like I said, sixty tweets in twenty minutes. I'm like, man, this dude must have had these ready. He probably ready. just like had a whole bunch. He, he had a whole. He had a whole bunch. Like I'm supposed to say, in a draft, just ready to fire off. Like, choo, choo, copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. I'm ready. Yeah, like, yeah. bro. Yeah, exactly and then too, I look, I look at, I look at his, uh, like, look at the people around him. Like, why did no one just, like, just shut him off? 
or like take his phone or his tablet or whatever. Like, look, look, DT, you need to chill out for a minute. Like, th this is getting out of hand. Because you know people are going to give him the business in the media, and he's just going to get in his feelings again over the same shit. Like, bro, this dude is a sociopath. Like, really, something's wrong with him. Yeah, so then, so after he's, his Twitter game has been crazy. So, you know, he sent out a tweet to number two pick, like Nick Bosa from Ohio State. And yeah. Nick Bosa's been out here showing his love for MAGA. You know, it is, it is what it is. You have your own opinion for things. Yo, Trump didn't think, he didn't uh, get a thing in the draft. You would think number one would be the winner, right? Because, you know, he's number yeah. one. You didn't think the number one person who was a black quarterback, he went to number two. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, and he was like, MAGA and keep and basically stay strong. That sounds like some. That sounds like some hell Hydra or something from the from damn from the damn. <laughs> and also, yeah, man, for the piggyback off of that, you know, check out if you have haven't seen Avengers yet. We got a we got a spoiler we got a spoiler episode of that in the last episode of Game of Thrones. So check that out. So that was the bonus episode. So we kicking y'all out two two episodes this week, man. So you know we have, we out here grinding. But uh, hey, man. So, did you see my man is not going to Trump is not going to give the uh, Teacher of the Year award out this year? No, I missed that. So every what? president, so what, what, what's his story behind this? I don't know. This this is funny. Every president since Harry Truman, so that goes back to like nineteen forty five, has given Not out this, has given out this award. And it's man, and magically, it's a black man who won the award, and he's going to skip it. I, I'm just wow. shocked. I myself am thoroughly shocked that he's gonna that he that our president is gonna skip out on giving that giving out the teacher award teacher of the year. The award has been given out by every president since Terry Truman, and he's gonna skip it out and let Betsy DeVos do it. So Bowtie, do you have any reasons why the president may skip out on this? I mean, my personal opinion would be, would be the most obvious. He don't want to give it to a black man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. That would be the the most obvious, but but honestly, I can't say that I'm not too surprised. I, I am not that surprised just because of, that's how he is. Those are his antics. Um, I mean, I would probably say another reason, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, is that he never has focused on things of importance. So he's focused on firefighters and Joe Biden. He's focused on, you know, Barack Obama jet skiing. He's focused on Hillary Clinton. You know, getting her tone, getting a pedicure as opposed to being focused on, you know, our systemic issues in education and lack of funding for, for education in the United States or, you know, just di different things that are actually of importance. He doesn't really care about. To me, this is something that's of importance that we need to continue to recognize and move forward our education and our educators. Shout out to, shout out to Educator Barnes, you know, close friend, you know, excuse me, close friend of, you know, and wife of one of our best friends. So, I mean, like, we want to promote educators and uplift educators, but that's not on his radar. So, I mean, I'm not really surprised because, you know, if it's not something that's going to drum up drama or, you know, be something that could, that could be, a, a, you know, a plot in a, in a, uh, in a um, what do they call them, the, uh, the, the real life series or whatever on TV yeah. or whatnot. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think that he really cares about it. He wants drama. He wants, you know, attention. He wants to talk about dumb shit. And doesn't really focus on things of importance, so I'm not really surprised, man. Yeah, he's out. He's out here. He's out here wilding, man. So, hey, man. So another thing. So you know they had that thing where just the attorney general, the attorney general was in there about this whole investigation, man. So Senator Kamala Harris, you know, she's a former prosecutor, so she was giving my man the business about a yeah. question. He was flummoxed. Yo, Trump tweeted talking about she's she's a very she was very nasty. 
So I would hopefully that Senator Kamala Harris, if she's running for president, we're not telling her he would vote for her, but I would think it would be funny at her next rally, she should come out the nasty girl by Janet Jackson. See, I'm, and, <laughs> I'm, I'm dead ass. If he's going to get it, you got to get the attention where you can get it. It's 21 people in the, who are running for president in the Dem, in the, on the Democrat side. Oh, that, that's that's a Jew right there. And I'm giving it away for free, and I would have nasty T-shirts, you know, just to drum, just to just to drum up, you know, just to be able to say, just to be able to raise money. So not um, coming out, not doing, not doing a nasty girl choreography at yeah. the uh, <laughs> at the rally. Hey, man, my mom she used to listen to that control album all the damn time, man. Like damn. all the time. I was like a young nigga, but I knew what it was, man. But one last thing on Trumpy, man. So your boy Bowtie, old Tiger, is going to the he's going to the White House ah. to get a to get a medal, man. So what what yeah, they, what, you, what you think they're gonna talk about, man? Man, they probably they probably gonna talk about, you know, skank women, you know, yeah. or in the one Women, you know, hey man, y'all remember you remember when we was chilling with Bob, you know, Bob Craft out there, you yeah, know, they probably, oh, have, probably start trading stories and talking about that type of stuff. Probably, like I said, I mean, and talking about how 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 we are uh, how not we how they are jipping and overcoming the the non-whites, like you know, we got them, got them right where we yeah. want them. Doing a good tiger out there, you're doing a great job, Trumpy. Doing a great job, keep it yeah. up, you know. Oh, I'm they, sure. Probably some. Probably some silliness like that, but I, I guarantee you it's going to be a little bit of a very minimal of that. It's probably going to be just talking about ill ass stuff, you know, paying off paying off prostitutes and Subway, you know, <laughs> sub, Subway, Subway, <laughs> and, and McDonald's fillet of fish sandwiches, and they're going to be, you know, compare and contrast the pros and cons, you know, of the, the yeah. nutritional value of each. Yeah, you know they. They 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 probably gonna be talking about each other's shoes, you know, just just randomness, you know, that has nothing to do with anything. Oh, I know what I meant to tell you. I know what I meant to tell you, bro. So I was like, I was on Twitter, and you do you know the singer Moby, the white dude Moby? Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, I read somewhere that he said that he uh he took his placid penis at a party and rubbed it on Trump. I guess back when he was like, hey, dog, <laughs> I kid you, I, I kid you not, bro. I'm like, yo, number one, how high did you have to be? I've been, I ain't never been high. That ain't my thing. But I didn't did a lot of drinking in my life. I ain't never been like, yo, let me take my my plastic penis out and go ahead and just, and get it in a and, and get it and rub it on somebody. <laughs> like, damn, he rubbed on the back of his neck. Was it his man. shoulder? Like, damn, like what the yeah, hell? Man, I'm just saying, like, I've seen that. Uh, I'm trying to find where where the article is, but uh, I can't, I can't find it. I had it earlier. I can't find it. That's wild yeah. as hell, man. Hey, that reminds me. That reminds me of uh, what is that? That that Wolf of Wall Street scene <laughs> where uh-huh. dude had his junk out at, at that pool party. Yeah, he's out here. This, I mean, it got to be some wild stuff, man. To even to even think about something like that. So, yeah, man, it was two days ago. You know, he was talking about he rubbed his his uh no, his penis on Trump. He was talking about, yeah, can you imagine taking a hammer out? Ugh. And he was talking about how he's like, you know, having sex with these like young actresses. They were of age, but still, you I guess he was maybe he's on drugs, man. So I thought that was funny. Hey, man. That's so, uh, hey, man, let's get to the extra mayo, man. And one thing of the extra mayo, besides the extra mayo, I deal with it at work. And I'm sure you deal with it too, is Taylor Swift. Did you see Taylor Swift, bro? I, I did not. I've heard about it, but I I, I refused to click on any link, and I did not watch the show. Dog, I did not all I seen was the steel pitch, and she had like the extra males, the males is banned out there. 
and they out there, man, and she's like basically summoning her inner inner Beyonce, but with no flavor, no seasoning. And she's walking out there, this is biting, man. It's just like, damn, woman, like, I mean, you might see, you're gonna sell more records than Beyonce. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, you know, taking you away from that. But bro, you ain't Beyonce. Don't stop it. What's that? What's that Michael Jordan thing? Stop it. Stop it, Taylor. Get some help. <laughs> yeah, the, the mayo has to eat. It's like, you have enough money, you can get the finest of chefs to make you the best aioli in your world. But you continuously Man. go back and give us this this uh, Walmart brand mayo. Stop it. It's a, it's, a, it's a travesty, as the white man will say. It's a goddamn travesty. <laughs> the Taylor's acting like this, man. So I saw this, and I'm just disappointed, brother. I am just disappointed. I'm not disappointed because I would expect it. That's that. That's the that's the staple of Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm but not, it's just like damn. Like, in my in my in my opinion, she she's just a basic ass broad who tries to piggyback on others. She's not creative. You know, minimal talent, just enough talent to be you know, quote unquote, America's darling. Even though she gets ran through, but that's neither here yeah. nor there. But. It's like that, that that's her thing. Like she she'll take an idea or see somebody else do something and, and try to be the great value version of whatever they did, like in her own poppy kind of way. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, I don't expect anything less from her. I don't expect anything more from her. It, she's just a basic ass broad that that, you know, just so happens to have blonde hair and blue eyes and is getting by. That's that's my opinion. I I agree, man. So I saw that and I was like, damn, that is the Mayo personified. That was just like the Mayo is like, you know, how when Thanos got the, the, the glove and all the things came in, it's like the Mayo ran through her body and she just took it to the next to the to the next level. That's how she probably thought she was gonna do that with her uh with her Beyonce, whatever she was trying to do. But man, so let's yeah. get to the Twizzle, bro. And this is some this is somewhat serious and systemic because it talks about, you know, some race relations as it goes to crime and justice. So I was reading, there's a judge, and they wouldn't give his name. There was a gentleman who well, yeah, a gentleman, a, a bastard who raped the four admittedly raped the fourteen year old girl. How much jail time do you think he got? Uh, uh just judging judging by this nigga getting a Twizzler, probably None to two years, maybe. None. He had the level. He Bye. had the register as a as a sex offender. The judge said he didn't have any, any criminal uh any criminal past. So you admit to raping a child, you don't get any time. That's yeah, why that's you know cool. we, we joke and we talk about all this stuff. But I think one of the great things about grown managed that Botan and I have built is the fact that we can go through all these topics and go. But this is serious. Y'all have to vote. We're not telling you right. before, but all the elect elected officials, they are. This is the reason why things like this can happen. And even like this to kind of piggyback off of that is you know. And I feel sad that that uh, young that young lady in Minnesota she lost her life by, by that cop. He was black cop, mm -hmm. white woman. She died. Yo, that was quick. Boom, pal. Now, you know, Philando Castile died. White cop, black man, you know, he gets off. Right. Black cop, right. black male cop, white woman, yo, he's, they throw the book at him. So there's all right. these different things. So you got to vote. You got to make sure you don't sit on juries. There's so many. You have so, we have so much power. So just think about that. So my brother Bowtie, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Please get a judge to us. You know, you, you, you're very descriptive. <laughs> Hey man, this 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 judge can can definitely get that. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he he can get that. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, I don't want to say commandment, but uh, you know what's the, our our laws? I can't think of the damn word now. But uh, he he can get uh, he, he, uh, damn, uh, uh, he can he can go ahead and get the them them behind the chambers twizzler. 
that bad boy with the long black robe, that long black Twizzler with the molded white top right around the neck. He can he can get that Twizzler, man, and, and go ahead and sit on that for, for being such a damn overt and, and blatant, or I, maybe I should say undercover racist, because there's no way in hell that that man should have not gotten any time for admitting to raping, raping that girl. So him and the bastard who, who done it, they can share that same damn Twizzler. Oh, and I have another Twizzler just popped up. And this goes out to, to Robert Watson. Robert Watson is from uh, Des Moines, Iowa, and he spilled gravy on his laptop. You think, you probably thinking yourself, Mike J, why does he get the Twizzler? So he takes it to the Best Buy. They move everything. He buys a new computer. So in the process of the Geek Squad transferring his files, guess what they find? The kitty porn. Oh, so this, this sicko, this sicko, man, they said... Four and five year olds. Look, I'm reading the New York Post. Ugh. Okay, this makes me want to puke. So there it is, man. So there, so there it is. So that gives that child to 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 uh, was that Robert Watson. So Robert Watson, both sides get this man a Twizzler. He needs to, yeah, Robert Watson. You need to just go ahead and take that hollow tip, uh, Twizzler. That's what you get for his vile and despicable, disgusting freaking acts, man. That's that's terrible. Four and five year old kids, ain't any no way, ain't kid. nowhere about it. You, any kid, any kid, exactly. But but nah, bro. You, you go ahead and get you go ahead and get that that hollow tip, that Twizzler. Go ahead and go right through your damn soul, right through your body, right through your soul. All That's right. disgusting, beyond disgusting. I'm, I am actually mad that I was that I was scrolling through the timeline when I saw that. But I figured there's there's no time like the present to to get that bastard a shout out. All right, man. Yeah. So let's hop let's hop to sports, man. So. Hey man, what you think about the playoffs so far, man? Uh, I think the playoffs have been somewhat entertaining. I know a lot of people have been saying that, that that they have not been as entertaining as you know they should be. A lot of people are like, ah, there's no LeBron, and I was going to no ask you about that too. Whatever. I mean, I know a lot of people have been saying that. I personally, I mean, I think LeBron's a great player. I mean, don't get me wrong, and he definitely does make you know basketball exciting. <clears throat> but I think that I think basketball has been exciting even without him. I mean. You have a, a, a series that wasn't really a series, but there were some antics involved in, in the uh, Warriors and, and, and Clippers series with Durant and, and Beverly. I mean, some of those antics kind of – it drew people in. It's kind of like, ah. Oh, Go ahead, know. let that inner white man out. That nigga said antics. That nigga said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like, I, mean, I, I like it when it gets spicy. Go ahead and say, hey. You got on a polo and some, and some slacks. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. I mean, and, and honestly, I think that in that series, that that's how Durant should have looked at it. Like Durant should have done what he did very early on. He should have just went out and shut all that shit up. He shit on that man. He 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 put that he put points and wins up on that man's head, and that would that should have that would have shut shit up. So he never should have even you know been drawn into the dumb shit or the antics you know that Patrick Beverly was done. Like he said, nigga, I'm Kevin Durant. And Who the fuck are you? Ball, and he been balling. Right. But if he had if he had done that early on and busted if busted Beverly's ass, then it would have been over. Because you see Patrick Beverly, oh, he's a hell of a player. He's a great guy. He's a great player. What you expect? We tried everything. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, nigga, you 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 knew you knew what the hell this was. You knew you were just coming out trying to do some dumb shit to throw him off. And, and Durant fell for it early on, but. I mean, some people, some people like that. So I mean, that, there was some entertainment there. That nigga said, "Hey, hey, 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 I hear him sneak this me, y'all." You see how this nigga? <laughs> you see how Stone tried to sneak? He said, "Some people like me." Then he said, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Hey, right, that, nigga purse, that nigga purses." Like, 
the niggas closest to you, man. You see, the niggas closest to man. you. This Go ahead. Then I, but 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 the 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 entertain some entertainment for me was that damn Westbrook and Lillard going back and forth. Now that was fucking entertainment. That that was what the playoffs and basketball is all about. And and Lillard was starting to bust in uh, Westbrook's ass. I mean, Westbrook had the triple doubles and you know all that and so forth and so on, but. That was entertaining basketball, you know. They in, in my washed opinion. him up. Yeah, yeah. Washed him. Wasn't triple yeah. double my ass. That nigga name. That nigga told him to come over here and bring your ass over here and get this work. He washed right. Russ. That nigga, he washed Russ so bad. Russ got Nipsey braids in his head. Like you see, Russ got braids now. Yo, yo, nah. that nigga made that nigga go to a midlife nigga, uh, a, a midlife nigga crisis. That nigga went from from having that 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 curly hair to braids. Man. I said I saw Russ uh, out there pulling that ha ha Davis man. He was every time Dame would bust him, he was guard, guard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I have please, never please. ever. He cleaned him up, bro. But that was an entertain. That was an entertaining series. If you go, excuse me, you go out west. I like that that uh, Celtics series and the and the uh, Bucks their first round uh, uh, playoff series. I mean, I th- it was just entertaining basketball, you know, I, basketball that was like, you know, you you could tell boys had like a little bit of chip on their shoulder here and there. You could tell boys were like really going at it. So, I mean, like to me, I'm like, hell yeah, this is what it's all about. I, I can, it, Not that I can care less whether LeBron is there or not, but you don't need LeBron to, you know, to have ratings or to, to have, you know, intrigue or whatever. You need him to have ratings because he's going to get the ratings. But I mean, I mean, he's, he's going to bring the ratings, but I'm just saying like, He's not the end all. There's other cats out there that are that are providing. Hey man, and shout out to your boy Jokic in Denver. Yeah. Talk about somebody that's balling. Yeah, yeah, he's balling. He's damn near he, averaging triple double. Yeah, and, and, but he's not a cat that you know. If you follow basketball or you know you you live basketball or whatnot, like you like, damn, he's balling. So, but he's not that flash guy. You ain't seeing his name, you know all over ABC and, and ESPN and TNT, you know, as the this top flashy guy or as a draw or whatever. He just out here busting ass and take you know what I mean? Like balling. But I mean and, but to, to me I, I like the Denver roster because they are that quiet team, that silent team that is like you don't get a lot of flash. You're not seeing them you know in prime time every week and this and that. But they are they out here kicking ass and taking names, man. So I I like the playoffs this so far this year. Um, I def- I am enjoying the the current Celtics Bucks series like that. That is uh, some good basketball for me, and I'm enjoying what the 76ers are doing. I see that. See they put in some work last night. You had your boy Allen Iverson and, and Deshaun Jackson on the, yeah. on the on the sidelines losing their mind, but. Yeah, you like said, 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 said B throw that windmill down down the lane last night. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you this. What's your thoughts, man? I've been doing it. No, 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 no. We, uh, I'll piggyback off a lot of your thoughts. But, bro, Ben Simmons disappointed me last night. I don't know if maybe I, – I, nice. I hope he didn't elbow me, that man in the nuts. Because that's like – I mean, yeah. I know – and I know I know Ben is a beige rage type cat. I know how y'all niggas get. <laughs> I get upset and y'all want to do some sucker shit. But, yo, it, it, I mean, from the God of Odin, they should – he somebody should sit back and, and kick that man in his face for that. That is like some sucker shit and the highest, bro. You yeah. six eight and Kyle Lowry is like six foot. I did read where uh, Ben Simmons made his way over to the Raptors locker room and apologized at halftime, and him, okay. him and Lowry kind of talked it out. 
and said that he he, he apologized. It wasn't it wasn't intentional. He was oh. trying to get up and all that. It looked it looked kind of intentional to me, but I, I will say but it was, I think it was a, man a tough ass a... move. But if he come, like I said, yeah, I was gonna say he was a man. And they said he came over, you know, walked over at halftime and personally apologized to Lowry and was, you know, trying to make it right. So I give him credit for that. You know, he manned up and was like, you know, hey, I was in the raw, however it came off. And he tried to explain himself. I give him that. But I'm with Mike J. It, it did look like a sucker-ass move, you know, <laughs> on camera. Hey, man, like I said, you can never trust the beige rage. They get they get upset and they just <laughs> lose their damn mind. I think I think Ben Simmons probably put some lustrous pink lotion in his and it's here at half time to get to get his mind right, man. So, like I said, do not trust age rage. That's why I'm try, I'm surprised Obama holders again. That's why Michelle really had probably holding back. You know how beige rage Obama probably was getting upset about the smallest things, about his hamburger not being cooked medium well done or however he wanted it. You know, ready to bomb somebody, Michelle? Like, come on. Oh damn! I feel I feel like that was I feel like that was a low key sneak. This man, you know how I, I am about my food. <laughs> you know, I, mean, dog, you know, I ain't, ain't no sneak about it. <laughs> I mean, I might throw some shots here on this podcast. <laughs> but, you know, that's you just that that in real like, smooth like personal jokes. <laughs> the only, the only <laughs> not to really tend to get. Shout out twenty two. But you know, it's just it, it's crazy, man. Hey, man. So, uh, so I don't know, man. But the only thing I didn't like about the hadn't liked about the playoffs is that Rocket the Warriors series because all they talk about to officiate. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, if three minutes is fine, but man, I don't want to hear all that. I mean, you know, all that flopping and some bad calls, and some of these, and some of these officials want to be like stars. Like, dog, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to know your name unless you know, unless you get taken to glory or you step in between a fight or something like that. You get snuffed. I don't want to know your name. You should be. No one should know your name. That should be it. It's three y'all on the court. It's three or four. However many's on the court. Mm-hmm. No one should know yeah. your name. And that's just how it should be, man. I want to know the players who playing, even the announcers, maybe even a couple of fans. I don't care about the damn ref- the officials. So, man, this call it both ways and gone about the business, man. So one thing that stood that's that's been standing out for me in this in this Rocket Warriors series earlier is the fact that Andre Iguodala has been playing down low with like Capella and and uh, uh, oh man, what's his name? Uh, Clint Capella and the other big man for for the Rockets. Nonetheless, like Andre Iguodala, you know, he's like a small forward shooting guard type. So I'm like, how? Why are why are the Rockets big men allowing him to, you know, put the pressure on him, you know, in the paint? It's not like he's drawing them out on the offensive side or whatnot. I'm talking about him playing defense on these cats. So I'm interested to see how the Rockets, you know, if they, if they get more aggressive, or if you know D'Antoni, you know, changes up the scheme or whatnot. I'm I'm interested to see how they do because there's no way that that Iguodala should be pushing, you know, Capella off the block. You know, yeah. when he's posted up or something like that. So, yeah. like I said, I think I think like Mike J said, those are some of the nuances in basketball that that makes cats like me and Mike J and myself enjoy it because we are basketball cats and we look at that type of stuff and we 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 look to see, you know, okay, how how's how the coaching going to adjust or is this player going to get more aggressive based off of what he's seeing or that type of stuff. So, I, I, I'm I'm still interested in this Rockets Warriors here. A lot of people are saying that it's over. I don't think that it's over. Um, but I, I will, I will, I am interested to see how they overcome it, though. Hey, man, so let me ask you this, man, because, you know, we talked about my trip to the NFL draft. For those who know, who know, you can listen to the last podcast. And I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have had a camera on my face and a giant selected Daniel Jones. I would have been thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm over that. I'm off that narcotic for the day, man. So let's, let's switch it up, man. That's something actually my lady wanted me to ask you. So I figured I would ask you oh. podcast. So what is your five favorite movies of the of the last Marvel? Was it MEU or MCU, whatever it was? MCU? 
Yeah, MCU, yep. So what are your five favorites? In order. Oh, man. Oh, in order? Damn. In order, brother. Uh, in order, brother. Put the pressure on. Don't crack. Don't crack. Come on, man. I must say, I must say Black Panther's number one. Um, that's probably my top, my, my number one favorite Marvel movie thus far for various reasons. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to say Captain American Civil War was number two. Uh, Infinity War, number three. The first Iron Man, number four. Damn, man. Uh, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Endgame, number five. But man, I got. I got to throw out two honoraries, man. That first Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok, definitely very, very close honorable mentions. But that's my five. Black right. Panther, Black Panther, Civil War, Infinity War, first Iron Man, and Endgame. All right, for me, it's Black Panther. Uh, I really like that. I actually seen that twice in the theater. I like. I really like the Endgame. You know, I'm gonna go see it again because I fell asleep for like 15 minutes. Um, hey man, I was tired, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Captain America: Winter Soldier. Anybody knows me knows I fuck with the Winter Soldier tough. Hey, Winter Soldier was a good ass movie. Um, probably Civil War and Thor Ragnarok. And one movie that most people don't think that I would tell you that I liked. I like Doctor Strange. I like. I think Doctor Strange was dope. Yeah. Like, yo, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch or what? Is that what his yeah. name? Y'all dude was a yeah. beast before he got in that accident. He, plus, he was arrogant. It was, it was funny, man. I, I, I was digging. I was digging Doctor Strange, man. So, yeah, that's. So that's what? what so, so tell. So, so tell me this. What was? Uh, what, what was your lady's top five? Because I know she's a big Marvel person. Did she give you uh, her top five? She. I should. I should like. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You better get it right, nigga. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Sometimes. Uh I know she really likes uh Infinity Wars because she watches it all the time and go to sleep. Uh she likes Civil War. I know those have to be the two top the two top favorites. Okay. I bought I bought her Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and ooh, what is the other one? Maybe Age of Ultron. So Ooh, that's a sleeper. Age of Ultron. Man, okay. and I said and I said maybe. It could be. So I know those are the ones she watches. Those are the ones she watches the most. I put it like that. I dig it. So those are I dig ones. it. So those are the ones. But she gets into it. She read the comic books and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, I ain't do that. I ain't do that yeah, shit. Yeah, so did I. I was reading stuff about Nino Brown and niggas like, you know, <laughs> come to the world of, of leading a life of selling cocaine and stuff like that in Feds magazine. So that's the stuff I liked. <laughs> but that's just what hey, we man, so I got I got a question for you, you know, and we're keeping it cinematic, but transitioning to the TV. So uh, Blackish has been uh, approved or greenlit for season six. So, yeah. you know, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Blackish fan. I know, I know that you watch it too. But however, there is a spinoff that, that has been greenlit for ABC for 2019 uh, through 2021 called Mixed-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard about that. Greenlit by ABC. So give me your thoughts on that, man. What, what, yeah, what, I wasn't. What, I wasn't. It's gonna be interesting to see. Isn't the story about Bo? Like a business yeah. about Bo's by kind of like her, her her upbringing and that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it it'll be it'll be interesting, man, to see. Man, I just hope it ain't corny because I know Kenya. I don't think Kenya Barris is working on it because you know he's the one who created Blackish. So I just hope it's not uh -huh. corny because sometimes when you get stuff like that, you start getting spin off. I like. I like Gronish too. Gronish is pretty good. You know, it's just, I would say I was going to say that. So Gronish, I think, is dope. Also, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of have high hopes yeah. for it, but I just, I just don't know. I, I am. I, I will admit that I do have some reservations about the whole mixed dish thing. 
Yeah. And because it's like, are are you really going to be cutting ass with the jokes? Or you're not, you know, it's just like in these times of like, can you really cut a, tell a, a funny joke that may be offensive or is it, is it a difference? One thing I heard a comedian say, there's a difference between being offensive and uncomfortable. So I don't know. It'll yeah. be interesting. But something I wanted to ask your opinion about that haven't you and I haven't talked about. Have you heard of Kobe doing like a live action, like one night only special of All in the Family? I know. I have not heard about so that. Woody Harrelson is going to be Archie and then Jamie Foxx is going to be uh, – is going to be uh, George Jefferson and uh, Wanda Sykes is going to be uh, Wheezy. I forgot who was going to be uh, Ethel. But yeah, man, so this is going to be interesting. Interesting. Interesting how that goes out because Norman Lear is like 90 something. So I'm sure he's probably trying to bust them last few nuts before he go to glory. So <laughs> speaking of going to glory or the force taking him, shout out to Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder if he made that sound. <laughs> It's time to go. Oh, damn, ah! bro. It's too soon. That's too soon. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. I, I, I am a creator, man. But no, for real, all jokes aside, man. Shout out. Shout out to him. Oh, we should we should give him the backstory. We should get the people the backstory. So, you know, I was just like, I said something in the group chat, and then our homeboy Ray was like, yeah. So both times, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Are you guys trying to say it's a new trailer? Or? Then I then I sent the the me I sent the GIF of the Crossroads video when um, a man had that black leather trench coat on and turned the old man's eyes black. He was like, I don't know, you're playing with me. So Ray was like, he's dead. Man. It's like, oh, you didn't get it? The force Man, these these cats, number one, like, they know how big of a star, they know how big of a Star Wars fan I am. I said the force took them. I know, but like, when you said the force took them, I'm thinking, okay, they may have shown something in the next, for the next movie where the force took Chewbacca, like, maybe he died in the next movie somehow. So I'm like, getting amped up. At the same time, I'm like, damn, Chewie's gone. And then Mike J says the damn Crossroads thing, like, nah, they took him. He's, He's gone. He's dead. And I'm like, Damn, Chewbacca's dead? Like, that's fucked up. And, it like, and so then, that's when Ray was like, nah, bro. He's like, dead, dead. Like, the dude, like, <laughs> the thing. And I'm like, oh, these niggas is playing with my damn emotion. I'm all hyped about the damn movie. We gave you a full flavor of what happened. You didn't want to use it, refuse to say it. I mean, you know, Chewbacca, I miss my Uncle Charles, man. I miss your Darth. I miss your Darth. Hey man, so hey, that's crazy, man. But I don't know. I just, hope, chilly, man. I, I just hope this new Star Wars is better than the last one. That last one's kind of trash. Oh man. man. Yo, man. I'm, 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 my girl's in the Star Wars. She was. She was just like, yeah. Yo, me- yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I'm agreeing with you. Like, I, as oh, big of a Star man. Wars fan that I am, I thought that the last one was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of fun. But and I, man, I, I really don't have high hopes for this. One. I will wash Luke up. No, I ain't losing no five foot two, five foot two dude, man. I'm gonna get that damn lightsaber sit up your ass, man. You ain't gonna do shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck Luke. So hey, man. But uh, hey, let's switch it up, man. So it's about it's been a lot of it's not been a lot of music come out in 2019. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's been kind of slow. Kind of slow, man. But something that I didn't want to talk about. It's been 25 years since Outkast dropped Southern Playlistic, man. You and I, I think everybody knows we're like Outkast is our favorite group, man. So. Like, what are your favorite moments not of Outcast over the last 25 years, man? Oh, man, shit. Um, I definitely like, I don't know if it was a, if you want to call it a short-lived reunion or, or you know, the, what was that what, uh, venue that they were at when they kind of came back for a minute? Andre had on that black, like that black onesie. 
Yeah, so like to me that was a good moment or, or one of my favorite moments because it was like, man, like these cats, you know, despite what everything that you different stuff that you read about or hear about and all that type of stuff, is like it doesn't appear that there is like really like any animosity or anything like that between the two of them. When they done that, it was like, ah, you know, we, we still got it. You know, we still we still kings of this shit. Um, so, I mean, like, that that was a big moment for me, one of my favorite moments. Um, I like, I, I, I could say it's multiple moments, but Big Boy continues to put out music, and he continues to put out some good-ass music. Like, yeah, it's dope. The, the albums that he has put out have been, have been dope. Um, so, like, to me, that, for me, is, like, as a big Outkast fan, that still shows, like, it gives me a piece of, of Outkast, but it shows, like, that that man is, is one of the kings in this shit, one of the one of the true beasts and kings of hip-hop, that he could go from being, you know, this super, you know, intergalactic group or whatnot to still being a real, a, a super dope individual artist as well. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think that, that Big Boy has done a good job of staying true to form, but you know, kind of adapting just a little bit to you know the new the new school or new genre or whatever you want to call it of hip hop artists and sound and that type of stuff, um, and and just the, like I said, I mean to me the, those two things really stand out for me as an Outcast fan. Um, over there, twenty five years, I definitely liked uh, the uh, their the videos that they have put out, like to two different songs. A lot of people didn't really vibe with like bombs over Baghdad. But like that video was amazing. Oh yeah. The, song, the, the cinematography song, song was the, all that the colors and all that type of stuff and having yeah, that was crazy. Bruh. Like that's probably one of if not my favorite, one of my favorite outcast um uh videos. But like just just the creativity and things that they done with their music over the last twenty five years. Like they they paint different stories and different pictures. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of Sorry, Miss Jackson. I know it was a huge song, but that was another video that spoke at different levels. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Out for me, Outcast is just is just amazing and every at every level. You know, I still hold out hope that maybe they're. I'm not even going to call it a reunion. I'm just going to say I hold out hope that they that they come back together and make even if they made like four songs, five songs, it got to be a whole album. EP would be dope. Yeah, man. So, like, I hold out hope that, you know, maybe that will come one day, you know. I don't know. What about yourself, bro? Oh, uh, man, I think about, like, the time. I remember it was me buying equipment I and driving. You being with me, it was buying equipment I, man, and driving in the car. This stuff like that, man, you, you really, those moments, man. I think I might even have my permit, man. <laughs> but, you know, this of those <laughs> moments, man, of this of the, listening to the music, the videos. I mean, one thing I really, a lot of people didn't, you know, some people didn't really understand Idlewild, but to see my two favorite, man. my favorite group make a movie in the, like, the 1920s and the night or 1930s, I camera you know prohibition a musical and it still be dope and not be corny as to something you never never would see from anybody and I'm, and i don't know why i was so damn dope but people yeah. did not get it yeah i think and it's like man and, and taking chances of making music because they easily could have been gotten their bag and just be like yo we're gonna do southern playlistic for uh, five six eight uh, straight out it had been dope but the fact of being a trend center in music from the production to the lyrics, because if you listen to the first Outcast album, Andre was was rapping totally different, not really his rhyme scheme wise, but lyrics. Then he was rapping on AT Aliens, and for me, right. in AT Aliens, when as I got older, 
they seen aliens came. I think I was fourteen. So I yeah. really didn't get into it until I got to right college because you know I was fourteen years old. My thing was like it wasn't like you know I was pretty smart, but you know anything else it, it needed. I needed I needed baby food, but they gave me adult food. But I had to be able to come back right. and listen to it, man. It's the music being lasting, man, and this is an appreciation, man. And then like I see our friendship within them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep, like if definitely. the podcast went away, I mean, I'd be disappointed, but that's still my brother. We might, y'all might not know, but you know, it would, it would, right. to me, the show wouldn't stop us. I think that's probably them. Like, just because they ain't making music, don't mean they ain't out here like kicking it or spending yeah. time with something. Two grown men, you know, it happens, man. You get grown, like, have kids. Like, I was talking to my homeboy, Kingsley. He was like, man, when the last time we seen both of us, I said, it's been a while. He's like, y'all don't act like us. I'll talk to him. He'd be busy and I'd be busy. Yeah, but, but that's my nigga. You know, I joke around and stuff, but you know, I'm about my brother. Exactly. You know? Like if he's like, "Yo, we got to put in some work," I was like, "All right, nigga, let me get my hair cut at, at three o'clock." <laughs> I want to look, look fly before I do some wild shit. In case we you know we go to jail, you know, I want my picture to look clean. But I got you. So right. I see that man, and it makes me feel good, man. To have my brothers and everything else, man. So one of the reasons why I like doing, I love doing grown man. It's not just because I want to hear myself talk. I personally like producing those shows, but is it is that it's the brotherhood? Yep, yep, exactly. That's so, exactly what it is, and I, I think that's what I think that's well put, man. Because uh, people, the outside world, or, or, or you know, friends or family or whomever, you know, they don't they only see just that external. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't see or understand what's going on behind the scenes or you know in the everyday life and. You know, I, I firm, in my opinion, I firmly believe that, that that Dre and Big Boy are probably just as close as they've always been. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just because, you know, we're not seeing albums or, you know, media and, you know, this, that, and the other, whatever, like, that don't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just them living their lives. So I think that was a good analogy, the way you put that, man, because it, you only see the out the, 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 the public or, or people that don't know you only see what's presented. They don't really know what's what the substance that lies beneath is. Yeah, man. So that's just that's just what what I'm on, man. So that's really it, man, for me. All right, man, one thing I want to ask you, man, before we get out of here, did you ever check out that song with uh with uh what's my what's my man who just dropped the album? Uh, Anderson Pack, the one with Pac, with, with with Andre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soon as soon as you said it, I well, as a matter of fact, while we were recording, I put it on my Spotify. Song is dope as hell, bro. That yeah, song is that song is fire. I think Andre rapping his ass off, man. So shout he rapped his ass off. Well, man, man, I want to. I want to. I want to ask you a question real quick before we before we get up out of here, man. And it was a conversation that was going on on Twitter, and it prompted some back and forth between us. You know, some how how we do it, but the whole DNA conversation, man. That that you know, the homie Robin brought up. Um, oh you know, take, yeah, 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 so I want I wanted to kind of just a kind of get your get your background thoughts on on that and possibilities. But but then, as Mike J said, y'all probably saw on, on Twitter, Mike J and I are, are, are like strongly considering and looking into you know doing this and then sharing the results with y'all. But I just wanted to chop it up with you just you know for a couple minutes on on air, bro, just so you can kind of give the people you know your perspective and verbally kind of what you think and you know maybe what you hope to get out of it. All right. Well, first, I, I'm, I'm I'm torn because first of all, having all that information—not that I'm doing any crimes or anything like that—but I don't want them to have that much information about me. But sure. coming, but being a descendant of, and I'm not saying I'm the ADS American descendant, like, but not no only my family tree only being limited past maybe my great grand my great great grandparents, not knowing where we you know if we if, if we came from Africa or wherever you know what part of Africa where we come from, 
that right. that's what I would that's what I feel like I'm missing out on. You know, I'm always I'm a black man and I'm a strong everybody knows me, I'm like pro, I'm like black, 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 black. Like that's me. But there is a curiosity of where, what else my history did, that only can go so far with. I remember doing a family tree project. I think I was in middle school, and I'm stumped at my maybe maybe I think I got to my great great grandparents. And it's just you know not having that lineage in history because it was taken away. Yeah. From me. So that is one of the curiosities of it. And I think it would be funny too. But I see some people on the Breakfast Club. They can narrow it down to like damn near what tribe you came from. So yeah. that was, and I think it would be funny because, you know, I make a lot of jokes about what I think Bowtie's uh, nationality is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I, I could say, he, I could say, him a little have a tinge of Filipino in him, you know, I, <laughs> since he likes, since he likes, since he likes uh, Lou Gossett Jr., yellow eyes, I used to say he could be Creole, but that's, that's taken off the board. He doesn't get that, he doesn't get that, that high mixed blood. He gets, I, I, he gets but, that, but, he gets that low Southern Indiana mixed blood. Hey, but here's the, here's the thing, though. It's something that I actually do know. So my father's mother, my grandmother, she is Creole, or she was Creole. You know, God rest her soul. But she she was Creole. So like, I know for a fact that some of us there, and I think that's funny because you and I joke about that, obviously. But it was like the the, the fact that like it really is true. It's a fact that my mother or my my father's mother, my grandmother, was Creole. <laughs> talk, talk to him, coffee. And <laughs> <laughs> talk to him. Guy this guy. <laughs> Yo, man, shout out to him. But I think I think it'll just be interesting, man. But I ain't I gotta see I wanna see some more I just think it'll be funny just to show, especially because like I said on Twitter, it'd be something like mad random. Like the homie Robin said that uh she said you probably get something like mad random like Albanian. I said, I know, right? You know, me the one who talk about extra mayo all the time, be like having some right. real high thing. <laughs> You know that I'm saying I'm, I'm like an Albanian or something like that. So I don't know. I just think it would, it would be funny, man. What are your thoughts on it, bro? Oh, I feel the same way, man. Like I, I think it'd definitely be interesting uh, to for me personally. Mike J knows this, um, and, and you know cause some some of our brothers, you know, know this, you know, from the group chat or whatnot. But Bowtie Fresh don't really look like anybody in his family. Like I, I don't don't look like anybody, but my father's side or my mother's side. And it used to be like a running joke. And I used to always say, even when I was a child, I'm like, I gotta be adopted. So why, why don't y'all just tell me? Just tell me the truth. Like I'm adopted, right? Because I don't look like anybody. Now, like different people in my family are like, oh, well, you know, you've got your mother's nose and or your, your I mean, or your, your father's nose, like and your mother's kind of like eye area or brow or, you know, different little things like that. But I'm like, man, I always felt like, man, y'all stretching. Cause like, I don't look like anybody um now i will the, the one thing i will say is that my my brother uh e uh, uh, uh o'neill yeah, like everyone like al- everyone always says that we look exactly alike like yeah, that we look like very much alike so like it was kind of it's kind of refreshing uh to, to to see and to know like all right there is somebody else out there especially because me and my brother have different fathers yeah. so i mean that that's 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 you know one thing that's out there but I, I do think that we look a lot a lot alike and everybody says that, but it's it's weird, man. Like growing up and just if you see like a picture of my family and, and my brother's not there, like I I don't look like anybody. You know what I mean? Oh, and, and hold, even, hold on, hold on, hold on. And even for my brother, on, like I, I, I got think, a, I got an announcement for the people. Got an announcement for the people. Oh so, Lord. <laughs> both uh you you've you've been adopted. I've known this for years. And you, know, <laughs> and you know, and you know who your birth daddy is. 
number 31 for the Indiana Pacers, Reggie Miller. This nigga. <laughs> 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 no wonder there was so much hating angst. You like that? You re- you rejected me. <laughs> well, hey, we man, what, what, what they say on Awesome Powers? Daddy wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> we out here bringing families together on Grown Man this podcast. <laughs> hey. Damn, Reggie Miller. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no wonder you used to get so heat. I wonder why you hate Reggie so much. You know, but no one. Oh now man. It was like it was like Luke. It was like in, in Star Wars where Darth Vader was talking to Luke. That's how Reggie was talking to you in your dream. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Like, like for real though, I, I really do think it'd be interesting. So we, Mike J and I, are looking forward to 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 embarking on this journey again. Like Mike J's my brother, so it's going to be interesting for us to kind of embark on this journey together, and then kind of like look through and go through the results. You know, nine times out of ten. Mike J said we haven't seen each other in a while. We're gonna have to make it a point <laughs> to make sure that we go, we get the results like we are together. Because I want to see this nigga's results as much as I want to see mine. So, yeah. um, but we're we're definitely excited about going through this and and uh, sharing it with you guys on air and that sort of deal. And like I said, shout out to the homie Robin. Uh, she she got some jokes off in there too. But definitely want to shout out to her for even kind of like putting this putting this thought into Mike J and I's head, just kind of oh, get it going. Man. Shout out to her. You know why she said she wore all black? Because <laughs> she was like her <laughs> her job. She told me she wore all black. I said, oh man, you are petty and extra. And so, right. <laughs> shout out to you know who else is petty and extra. Shout out to our homie Katrina. She's actually petty too. You know that's, that's the homie man. So like yes, we got a we got a grown man. Uh, we we got a grown man. His family. So and also shout out shout, shout out to the homie Katrina out there rock, rocking the dad at the at the Derby. We're representing that damn Michigan State green out there. She was rocking it. I, I, I give her a prop, so, man, but she is petty as hell, too. Yeah, man. So <laughs> shout out to that. So those who know I am petty, I love it, I embrace it. I have, I have bathed myself in it. I am like the band of being petty. You were just born in it. I was, I've, I've embraced it. I live in it. Right. So, man, so I both time, man. So, so what's up? Go ahead and take us on home, brother. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you guys something, you know, the positive word from Bowtie Fresh this week, man. And just keeping it real simple, man. So the, the positive word is this, you know, without passion, life is nothing. And I, that spoke to me this week for many reasons. Um, I, you know, friends and family. You know, sometimes I think about it myself, like, all right, you gotta, you know, be driven in this way, or you know, go after your dreams, and you know, do this and do that. So it kind of really spoke to me. So I want everybody out there just to make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, whatever walk of life, personal, professional, spiritual, whatever, have some passion and let that passion thrive um, because without it, your life will be nothing. You know, you definitely want to be fully engulfed and embraced in, in whatever it is you do. Yeah, no doubt. That man. is it's it. Like, you got to have that passion. That's just one of the reasons why we do this podcast. Is a, It is definitely a passion project. So uh, shout out yep. to that. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us. We will hopefully have this month up in the next 20, 25 minutes. And yo, this, you know, appreciate it. So all the description information will be in the episode. So we'll highlight y'all later. We will holler. Peace.